your boy Weezy F Baby, man. That's what's hot on the streets from Hot 97. Hot 97 WQHT, New York. The first ever YouTube awards are landing in downtown New York on November 3rd. And Hot 97 and your girl Miss Info will be there. Now, we know that Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Nicki Minaj are all leading the nominations for the new award show. But meanwhile, Tyler, the creator from Odd Future, Twitter ranted against the nominations, complaining that they were too pop and, quote, why not give awards to the directors? These effing weak-ass artists didn't come up with these shots, end quote. You know, he kind of has a point there, sort of. But the irony is, Tyler is scheduled to perform at the first ever YouTube Awards. It's your Hot 97 News Update with Miss Info on Hot 97. WQHT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I am so glad you're joining us this morning for this episode of Street Soldiers. We're talking about being fit and fighting the fat. You're going to hear some people that did that battle. They won it and now have some great advice for you, regardless of what your age is, what your weight is, what your budget is like. Just simple tips that we can all do to stay healthy and stay fit because the obesity crisis is something that is devastating our communities. And it's gotten so critical, aside from the kids you know the overweight kids that we all know about it's gotten so critical that it's actually shortening people's lives it's taking away days months and years and caught bringing on all sorts of diseases so it really is a matter of life and death and that's what we're going to be talking about with, with our guests i'm your host lisa evers follow me on twitter at lisa evers at street underscore soldiers I'm getting feedback from somebody over there. Um, let me get TJ over there. At Street underscore soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we'll be taking your telephone calls at 1-800-223-9797. We got an amazing panel for you. All kinds of experiences. And uh, I'm going to get right to it. 1-800-223-9797. Hit us up on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, at Street underscore soldiers. And remember, you can get podcasts of this show on lisaevers.com and find out what's going on with that. And also, I want to let you know, we are looking into this issue of what's now being called Shop and Frisk, where two African, young African-American people, one a guy, one a woman, we're, are, being accused, are accusing the store Barney's of racially profiling them when they try to make a purchase. So if you've been in a store, if you've gone into a store, you were followed by security for no reason and you feel that you were racially profiled, we'd like to hear from you. Hit me up on the email, lisaevers97 at gmail.com. That's lisaevers97 at gmail.com. And let me introduce our panel right now. With us is Kaidi Rodriguez. She's a licensed therapist. Kaidi, thanks for being with us. We appreciate Thank it. You. Also with us is Kareem Ramos. He is a... Uh, the author of the book, From Fat Farm to Fat Farm, <laughs> Fat is an F-A-T to P-H-A-T. Yes, yes. He's a fitness expert. You can catch him. You can catch his pictures in GQ Magazine. He just did an IsoPure commercial. Kareem, thank you so much My for pleasure. being with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. We appreciate it. Also with us is Kevin Reese. He's a holistic health practitioner. His website is eatthesunlight.com. Yeah. We're going to find out what that's all about. <laughs> Kevin, thanks for being with us. Thank you. We appreciate it. And also with us is Zakia Blaine. She's with FBF fitness and she's got her own story about what she went through and how she got to where she is now zakia thank you so much for being with us we thank appreciate you for it having me. and also on the phone we have uh, michelle nishman he's going to talk with us about fruits and vegetables but kareem i want to start with you first about this when you were fat mm -hmm. how fat were you i was actually 262 pounds with 42 percent body fat 
my waist size at that time was about a 42 to 44 inch waist. A lot of people wouldn't consider that fat. They would just think of it as being big. Yeah, well, you know, back in the days at 42-inch waist, um, my doctors told me at the age of 30, I was going to have a heart attack, high blood pressure. Um, I was going to suffer obesity, and chances are I wasn't going to live to see my mid-30s. Um, when I was overweight, I was a, an emotional eater. I was a binger. So what happened was I took out everything that I had on food, everything when I was happy, I would eat. When I was sad, I would eat. When I was bored, I would eat. And food became my best friend. It became my weakness. And um, I resulted to everything, to food. So when the doctor started noticing, okay, you, you got a kid that's eating 10 White Castle burgers in one sitting, you know, two mozzarella stick orders and a large orange soda, he's not heading down the right path. But it was happiness for me. That's what made me happy at that time. But there was also pain involved with that, too. Yeah. Tell us about what hurt. Well, that's the thing. Like, the, what, the, made you, what made you sad about that yeah, whole period? You know what it is? Is It was my weakness. I used it as a crutch. I used to, um, I was so insecure. And I used to play, like, you know, pretend like it was a great thing to be overweight. But it's not great when you can go to the pool or to the beach and you see everybody else swimming and you can't swim and take your shirt off because you're embarrassed of how you look. And I remember as a kid, I used to pray and, you know, tell my sisters like, hey, push me in the water so I can, you know, swim with my T-shirt on and no one would actually see me, you know, get, you know, take my shirt off. It was great. You know, so it was like it was an emotional thing because I come from the baby of four. My older brother who passed away used to be a fit model. He was a Nordic track model back in the days. And um, when you have a brother who has a six pack and has never done a sit up in his life compared to, you know, the fat one, I guess I got the bottom of the chromosomes at that time. And uh, it was emotional because I felt like I walked in his shadow and I always wanted to be like him. And when you're so pessimistic, you, you, you become this person that food just becomes you. And then you try to find the happiness behind it. And that's what I did. I knew that it wasn't smart. I knew that it was going down the wrong path. But what but happened? But you felt like you couldn't stop yourself. I couldn't stop myself. It was just. It was. I mean, it got to the point where my my. I felt like my family was ashamed of me. And you know, like when my brother passed away, he committed suicide, and I felt like that should have been me in the coffin because I was more the one that was like a waste of life. I was the one that was going down that wrong path. So oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it was. It, it's emotional, you know. And there's a lot of. I speak to schools now, and it's 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 tough because I know there's a lot of you know your listeners, your followers, adults, teenagers, these young kids. They don't understand that being overweight, it's it's a tough battle and it starts within yourself and you have to mentally be correct. You have to physically be correct. You have to be spiritually correct in order to overcome these battles and challenges. You know, losing weight isn't easy, you know, and I try to tell people that all the time. It's not easy, but it's how determined you are. You know, and I was determined to lose my weight. And here I am looking at myself in GQ November issue with my shirt off. And you, if you asked me this when I was 13, 16 <laughs> years old, I'd be like, you're crazy. All right. We're going to talk <laughs> about how, how you got there. But Z Zakia Blaine, you told me that you were 235 pounds mm -hmm. at 5'9". Yes. And what happened? Um, I was on vacation in South Carolina and... My grandmother, she pulled me into the bathroom and she said, she said, baby, she was like, you are too big. And I, at that point, you know, I was like, oh, okay, grandma, I'm too big. I knew I was gaining weight, but I hadn't recognized it right off the bat. And then a couple months later, or not even a couple months later, and a month later, somebody else very close to me said the same thing. They said, you're fat. 
and like straight up like straight that up, to your, your face you're fat and I wow. was so hurt I was like oh my god I can't believe you just called me fat like I was like ready to fight I was <laughs> yeah. so upset but I really was I had gained almost 40 pounds in a three month span of time um, a lot of things had happened my father had passed away in wow. December and I'm so sorry uh, thank you and the weight just came on I've struggled with weight my whole life I've been on every diet known to man Atkins mm-hmm. yeah. everything I've tried a from, lot of those. from the time yeah. I was you know 13 years old I was always the big girl <laughs> and you know I've lost weight significant amount of weight and I always gained it back and this time was my heaviest and I saw that I was wearing yoga pants for two years wow. um, I wouldn't get dressed for work and I'm a teacher so I wouldn't even get dressed for work I would just put on yoga pants because I didn't really want to know what size I was at my heaviest I didn't know what size I was because I was always in yoga pants <laughs> um, and then after that happened I just said you know what I'm tired of being fat and I'm just going to lose this weight and that's what I did and out of that came this company that I have now, which is um, FBF Fitness, and we help people lose weight all over the world. Um, we're international. I run a weight loss challenge now, and I just wanted to help other people. But you said, you know, in your email to us, you were talking about emotional issues, that yes. there were a lot of emotional issues. Yes. Not only was I, you know, fat, I was also sick. Um, I have a brain disorder, um, and it causes me to have extreme migraines. And I was on medication like I was an 80-year-old woman. Like, if you went into my medicine cabinet, it was just medicine everywhere. And I was sick, and I was tired of being sick. And I would, you know, cry, and I couldn't get out the bed. And after I started working out and losing the weight, I felt better about myself. Because with weight and, you know, emotional attachment, it diminishes your self-esteem regardless of what you want to say and I always say you know a lot of people who are overweight have what we call as big girl syndrome where they're they like to seem mm-hmm. like they're overly confident but they're really not they're yeah. they really don't want to you don't be buy sad. that no I don't I, I I used to be that girl I used to be that girl like oh my god I'm so cute and I don't care if I'm fat and I'm gonna go and be dressed but inside I was crying and I wanted to not be the fat friend. That's how I was when I was overweight also. I felt that's why I was happy to eat the cheeseburgers. And, right. But when you're behind closed doors and you got, you know, four walls staring at you, reality sets in. When you look in the mirror and you take your shirt off, being an overweight person and a former person who was obese, it's not a pretty sight. And people who say that it is, I, I tell people to their face, you're lying to me. You know that you know that you'd rather be able to just be free. And even though you're free now being overweight, it's a better feeling when you're not pushing and pulling all this weight, you know, health wise. Exactly. You know? Health wise, it's not good for you yeah. at all. And I tell people all the time. I'm like, you're literally killing yourself. Exactly. Because if you lose this weight, you will be so much happier, so much healthier and be able to have a better um, value of life. No, absolutely. And that, that's why we're doing the show because we want to let every, everybody know about that and how they can achieve that state. 1-800-223-9797. Hit us up on Twitter at street underscore soldiers at Lisa Evers. And Kevin Reese, tell us yes. your story. How'd you get, I mean, how'd you, you were in hip hop yeah. and then in the hip hop world and yeah. then you got involved in this holistic world, which yeah. is totally different. Yeah. I was living that radio life 16 years on the radio. Uh, out in Hartford and uh, you know I was overweight I had a bunch of health challenges and I became sick and tired of being sick and tired yes um, it was more it was more than weight I was sick of going to the doctor and um being puzzled all the time and I said to myself you know what hey you ever go to the mechanic for an oil change and walk out 
$1,500. I thought that just happened to women when we go in. They're like, you need to change this. You need to change And why? Because we don't know the car. Exactly. So I started studying the human body. I started going all the way down to the cells. I started studying, and I healed myself. I lost 70 pounds. Um, I I, I completely changed, and then people started noticing, and then a a little movement started you know, in, in my area. And um, uh, then I went to school, I got trained, uh, and I started my own practice, started helping clients, and then I quit radio. Here I am. And we're going we're gonna to talk about some of your recommendations, too, and also what you did with uh, the formerly Big Mike, DJ Big Mike. Big but little Mike Little Mike. Well, no, he's still Big Mike, but he's 80 pounds lighter. <laughs> DJ Little Mike. Uh, Kaidi Rodriguez, licensed therapist. Uh, one of the themes here is the emotional issues. Is that a constant with people battling weight? Absolutely, and I'm sure our panelists can agree. A lot of the clients that I work with when it comes to eating disorders, particularly bulimia, which starts with the binge and ends with the purge, is the feelings of guilt, the feelings of, you know, why can't I control myself better? Why can't I control my emotions better? I should be able to control my food intake. So a lot of it is um, emotions. And then you'll also notice that a lot of clients start out with some type of trauma in their lives, whether it be um, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a relationship. That's where the eating disorder or the overeating will start. And then again, you'll see that um, a lot of times they'll be criticized by family members. There's this need to be to be slimmer. There's this oh, yeah. need to fit in. Um, so it starts at a young age. And then when you combine that with the pressure from American media to be a certain size, not healthy, but to be a certain size or a certain weight, that's kind of where it all starts. So when you hear Kareem talking about his brother, mm-hmm. the loss of his brother, and, and Zakia talking about the loss of her father, that's pretty consistent with what you found. Exactly. And then also not only the loss of his brother, but I'm sure there was a pressure from your family. Like you said, your yes. brother was a fit model. Yes. So there's this pressure to fit in and pre- pressure to be like big brother. Yeah. For a minute, I, I felt like I had to fill in his shoes and finish what he couldn't, you know, finish. And I come to realize I have to live Kareem's life and, you know, he'll live through me forever, but I have to do in what's right. Yeah. And just do what's right for me, you know, and I felt that you know, being overweight and battling this issue mentally, physically, and emotionally for so long to being able to just say, you know, yes, I was that fat kid. Look at me now. And you can, you can, you can get there too. You know, and that's why I like working with these kids that are obese and overweight now that suffer these things. And speaking of kids, we're going to bring in uh, Michelle Nishan right now. Michelle, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi. Uh, hi, how are you? Good morning. He's the president of Wholesome Wave FVRX Fruit and Vegetable Program. Michelle, explain to us, we really have to prescribe fruits and vegetables for kids? Well, you know, it, 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 it's interesting, Lisa, because um, what, what we've come to and what we see when we look at obesity as a, this ever-growing national epidemic, um, it's, it's, it's kind of like this hidden secret, unfortunately, that it, it's really our communities of poverty that are that are driving the majority of those numbers. So close to two thirds of the folks that are suffering from overweight and obesity live in underserved communities, often communities of color. And uh, what what we found in these communities was that doctors and nurse practitioners at at community health centers will advise to a family, listen, you really need to stop eating the highly processed junk, you need to eat more fruits and vegetables. The families go home and they look at their budget and they say, well, I can't change my food. And they try exercising more and they'll exercise to try to do something 
to lose the weight, and they actually get really hungry because they're not used to exercising, and then they mm-hmm. eat more of the same stuff that they're accustomed to eating or, or that they can afford eating, and they actually start putting on more weight in the initial phases. So without those tools of actually being able to get the fruits and vegetables and afford them, people in these communities are kind of doomed to just listening to a doctor tell them what they should be doing without having the resources. Then they'll actually get type 2 diabetes, and now they can get free medicine for life because that, that you know, we, we don't want somebody to, to have to suffer with diabetes and not have access to the medicine. So our program reimagines this new future where we raise private money and go into underserved urban and rural communities and provide these fruit and vegetables prescriptions so a doctor can actually tell a family, listen, you know, you need to eat more fruits and vegetables. Here's a prescription. You can take it to a farmer's market. And in New York, there's over 150 participating farmer's markets through the Health Bucks program where the prescriptions can be exchanged for fresh fruits and vegetables. And then, you know, the the health counselors and the doctors that are involved in the program see the patients once a month. So it's the child and their family as well. I have I have two kids with, with diabetes, and for the last 20 years, one of the things that I've learned as a parent and my wife has learned is that you don't just treat the one patient. We don't have a separate cupboard for our children with diabetes for their food, and then everybody eats what, whatever they want. The whole family had to buy into it, so we use that approach. So oh, that's just, so great. Yeah, it's cool. It makes the fruit and vegetables affordable so everybody can imagine that that future of being able to lose weight and be healthy and and have a better life. All right, let me give out our phone number. Let's get to the phone lines. And and Michelle, you can stay with us for a little bit here? Yeah, sure. Okay, thank you. 1-800-223-9797, Hot 97 Street Soldiers. Do you have a weight problem? Would you like to lose weight? Or do you think we have too much emphasis in our society on being slim? Or is it really a matter of health? Where do you draw the line between fit and fat? Like, what's just being large or what's just being big? You know, and where does it become unhealthy? 1-800-223-9797. If you have a question for our guest, we've got a great panel here, a lot of, a lot of knowledge here on this program today. Call 1-800-223-9797. Uh, tweet me at street underscore soldiers, at Lisa Evers. And let's go to Kenyon right now. From And remember, text your family and friends. We're, we're streaming online on hot97.com. Let's go to Kenyon from Connecticut. Hey, Kenyon, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to say that uh, I something like this happened to me about maybe about a couple of months ago. One of my friends came up to me. He just got into fitness. He lost about twenty pounds, and he came up to me and said, "Man, you know, you kind of fat. You like you want you need to lose twenty pounds. I bet you feel great." And I said, "No, I'm I'm actually happy the way I look right now. I'm five nine, two hundred and thirty, two hundred and thirty. I, I fluctuate between two twenty to thirty. As I don't feel." I need to lose weight at all. I feel great the way I am. I have a little stomach. I take pictures of myself. <laughs> I put, you know, I got call the little myself. selfie thing going on. Yes, yes. I tell everybody I'm sexy fat. It's there you go. To me. There you go. You know, as long as I'm, uh, as long as I'm happy and, and feel healthy, I don't feel that people shouldn't have to lose lose the weight. I agree. I do. I do agree that. If you do have medical problems that come yes. along with it, you should definitely try to lose it. And some people do, like, they do think that once they, you know, I've seen people 300, 400 pounds and think they, you know, 
they strutting around like they're the best things in the world. And they, <laughs> really, I'm like, ooh, well, it, you know. Exactly, uh, but let, let me ask our Kenyon. Thanks so much for the call. I appreciate it, Kevin. What, Kevin? What about that? Can you be sexy fat? I mean, you can be sexy at any yeah. at any weight. But I'm, I'm just here. saying, in terms of the in terms of where we draw the line between, like, uh oh, yeah. this is causing me some medical yeah. problems or well, weight. Weight sometimes only contributes to the malfunctions of the body. It, if you're in shape, that doesn't mean you're healthy. And that's what we Absolutely. have to understand. I agree. Wait, wait, I say it again. If you're in shape, it doesn't mean you're healthy? Absolutely right. not. I'm going to give yeah. you an example right now. Bruce Lee died at 32 years old. I'm going to assume he was in pretty good shape. <laughs> All right, but okay. we don't know. I mean... He died from cerebral edema. Okay? Okay. So, um... Tell but people I want to say... What is that? What is that? Just so, so listeners can Something in the brain, but it sounds... He, yeah. he, he, his, his head flooded. Okay. Basically, which yeah. which is caused by acidosis. So the point I'm making is, is we need to be healthy on a cellular level. If somebody is 30 pounds overweight, that doesn't necessarily mean they are unhealthy. I know most of the people that come to me for help with lupus, with fibromyalgia, chronic migraines, they're skinny. They're not overweight. So there's a problem out there, and it's not nece- weight is a is an issue. It is an issue, but there's a bigger umbrella going on out here. We got the lymphatic system. We got, you know, we got we got to go down to the yeah. cellular it level. And then so you can also have what I call skinny fat. When I say people are, you know, they might be very skinny, but they might have a high body fat percentage. Mm-hmm. They might yeah. be 42% body fat, right. but weigh 120 but pounds. And be a size yeah. exactly. four. And exactly. But they're skinny fat. And when doctors look at you they look at not only your weight but they also look at your body fat percentage because they want your body fat percentage to be under a certain amount for you not to have certain risk of medical problems so again somebody who is necessarily skinny does not mean they're healthy and somebody who might be 30 pounds overweight does not mean that they're unhealthy it's a lot of things a lot of components that you have to look into get to that you know what it is it boils down to the level of fitness how fit are you you know, you can have a couple pounds and be overweight. That's fine. But how fit are you? What are you doing actively to keep your your, metal, your metabolic rate going? What are you doing actively to sweat? What are you doing to raise and burn calories? That's the main part about it. You can be overweight. You can have extra pounds. And, I, you know, I understand what the caller was saying. The gentleman that was just on the phone, you know, his friend lost a couple pounds. And now he's like, oh, you need to lose weight now. You right. have to, you know, right. it becomes an addiction. You know, when you start seeing these changes, you want to help and motivate other people. Some people will take it as egotistic. Some people will take it as, you know what, you're insulting me. And, um, you know, we don't come off that way. I know a lot of people when a friend says, hey, you got to lose weight. It's, you know, it's we care so much about ourselves. We want people to we feel great when we lose the weight, when we want to motivate other people. We want to pass it on to everybody. Right. It's, yeah. like, and it's, it's like contagious. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay, let's, let's go to the gym. Let's work out. Yeah. Right. And, together and it's, I want you but to sometimes like that can be the worst thing. Let's go to right. let's go to Ted right now from New Jersey. Ted, how you on Hot 97? Go right ahead. Yes. How you doing? Go, yeah, go right ahead. Now you you told us uh, you you told us that you lost weight, but that, yeah. then you found out that you had diabetes. Okay. Yeah, that's that's how I found out. I had to take a physical for my job, and uh, went in there. And the doctor told me I was diabetic. At the time, I was about two hundred and seventy-eight pounds. So um, you know, a couple months passed. Really didn't care too much about it. Still was doing the same thing I was doing. But then I got to a point where I was tired of, you know, pricking myself, taking my pills. So, I don't know, something just snapped and said, I'd rather work out and lose weight 
Right. right. Michelle, what about the what about the diet connection with diabetes? Because that's the, the the diabetes rate also in our communities is extraordinarily high. Well, it, 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 it's massive. Uh, it, it 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 really has so much to do with with acquiring and getting the disease in the first place for type two. And mo- most people that are obese that weren't diabetic when they were born or a child uh, and encounter the disease encounter it because of what they eat and lack of physical activity. But it, it's not just diabetes. When you look at acidosis and when you look at lymphatic pro- problems, a lot of these things are actually driven by diet um, and driven by imbalance. Um, too too much of certain foods, not enough of other foods. So mm-hmm. so it's it, it's a very, very powerful connection. And it, it's interesting because if you look at at the the diet that someone suffering from diabetes should should really eat it's that diet's good for everybody so instead of the highly processed carbohydrates like instant rice instant noodles um things like that you know to to really go to brown rice more whole grains yes. less carbohydrates a lot more fruits and vegetables um that's just good for everybody you know the and all the and way what around Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the, it's that highly processed carbohydrate that, that's the real culprit because when you look at what happens to glucose, which is the only energy your body can consume so your cells can divide and multiply, it, uh, your body only takes about 50 to 70 calories an hour. So when you eat a big meal like rice and beans and it's, it's that highly processed rice and your body gets hit with 300 calories of glucose in 45 minutes, it only takes 70 calories, the rest go to fat stores. Yep. So when we look at what, what a lot of folks can afford to eat, and a lot of people say, well, that person can't be you know, that bad off or that poor because look how overweight they are, it explains how somebody can actually be malnourished and overweight at the same time. That's, so incredible. Food, that's an incredible thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, food's very important. And that's an issue. That's an issue that we see a lot with our um, anorexic and bulimic clients. I mean, they may not. They may be a decent weight, you know, but their nutri- nutritional intake is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When it comes to bulimics, heart attacks is one of the biggest issues that they face. So when it comes down to, is it a matter of? of size or is it a matter of being healthy and, and monitoring what you eat it has to come down to what monitoring what you eat so you're saying somebody could be they could even look overweight but still be a bulimic because we always think bulimic is like looks like skeletons oh absolutely mm-hmm. you know I, I think most bulimics tend to look more of an average weight mm-hmm. because they're taking in and they're and they're taking in too much and then they're purging it all um, but it's not that's more anorexics that tend to appear so underweight and malnourished and scary thin all right let's go to gloria from long island gloria hi you're on hot 97 go right ahead hi um i lost about 40 pounds um maybe about a year ago i'm still going to the gym Good for you. That's awesome. Um, Congratulations. I know, but I still need to lose about a good 60 pounds because I'm 5'7 and 220 pounds. Um, I suffer from hypertension and low potassium and low magnesium, all which I take pills for. They don't know why the potassium is low or why the magnesium is low. Um, And I'm just trying to find a better way to eat and kind of still lose the weight. I'm spinning three times a week, and I'm not losing any weight. So you hit a plateau, basically. Basically. Yeah. All right, anybody, what, uh, what about that? Oh, you're just clogged up. Well, I, I missed her name. 
Kevin. It's Gloria. Gloria. This is Kevin Reese of EatTheSunlight.com. You just clogged up. You know, it's hard to lose weight when you're full of acid and your lymph isn't moving. You got to get it moving, I believe, in destroying and rebuilding. Mm -hmm. Detox. Detox yourself. Get the junk out of you. And when you are ready, my friend, then hit the gym and put on the muscle. It it it'll put years but on. But isn't you. that good? I mean, look, she should still be exercising, yes. Yes. right? Yeah, still I, was, I was gonna say, change up your cardiovascular. Um, it's Gloria, right? Yeah, Gloria. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Gloria. Try changing up your your cardiovascular, shocking the body a little bit in the sense of actually instead of doing the spin cycle every single day consecutively, you know, in the same order that you do, maybe try doing something where you're doing interval training. Um, interval training is something that raises the metabolic rate where you're burning more calories, you're sweating more, and then you decrease it to a low intensity level where you're going at a nice slow pace to slow the heart rate down. Then you go back up again, you raise it, intensify and then you drop it again. And what I mean by that, if you're doing cycling or if you're on a treadmill for people who are trying to do this at home on treadmills or even outside without a treadmill, you want to go as fast as you can for a small period of time, maybe two minutes, three minutes the most. Then you want to drop, stop, to a nice pace, like a walk, like a 3.0, you know, where you're bringing your heart rate down, you're shocking the body right before that. You're doing the walk for about two more minutes, then you're going to go right back into your sprint again. Then you drop it again. If you do that, what you're doing is you're kind of shocking the body in a sense of it's not knowing what you're exercising because our bodies hit plateaus in diets and it hits plateaus in fitness. Once the body gets accustomed and it gets used to it, it goes into a reserve mode and you're not sweating as much as you used to when you first started so i would try also just doing that you know changing up your cardiovascular a little bit maybe doing a staircase elliptical or maybe doing a treadmill i know that you you know you're saying that you're overweight so anything low intensity with your knees and your joints because you have that weight issue mm-hmm. just, just try to do something that just actually where you feel your your heart rate pumping a little bit more then take a nice decrease and then go back into it again and just interval it and see how your body reacts to that and that's something and- somebody could do even if they're not they can't afford for the gym exactly and the other thing i would say gloria is don't get discouraged because a lot of people get discouraged by plateaus Um, i work with a lot of clients and helping them lose weight and that's one of the biggest reasons why people quit they hit that plateau and they don't see the scale moving Mm -hmm. and they say i'm working hard and it's not it's not doing anything but like kareem said you have to change up your workout and you have to mentally prepare yourself because it's all in the mind and you have to say you know what I have to keep on going because if you keep on going, you will continue to see those results. So don't give up. Don't be discouraged. Just keep pushing. That's the one thing I can say in conjunction with what Kareem said and everybody else on the panel. Don't give up. Keep pushing and know Definitely that you will. And, and, and that Kevin, what, what about a couple quick, quick things she could take to help her body detox? Are there certain foods that are better for that? Or yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a kind of a different train of thought. I'm, I, my, my first reaction is get her off the pills, not like get her abs. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, well, I don't think they say get her abs. I think they say I, I burn could, some fat. Yeah, I get could, her metabolism um, up. Yeah, exactly. Ram it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm more so get the lymph moving. But um, you, th- you think pill? You think med- some medications contribute in some ways to people holding on to weight? Uh, well, I don't know about weight, but the but the the chemicals do get they do go into the tissues and stay there. So when you detox, they come back out. That's why people get nightmares a lot and angry thoughts. So how do I know which detox to take? Like what? I would uh, get a professional to help you guide through it, you know. Well, what's your, let me ask you a question, Gloria. What's your, um, what's your diet like right now? Are you eating clean right now? 
No, probably. I mean, I definitely, I do eat brown rice and chicken and pasta, um, and it's not brown, it's okay. not wheat okay. pasta. I'm going to help you out. I'm giving you, I'm giving you some loving advice right now, real quick. Yeah, the white pasta's got to go. Just remember this, 90% yeah. of your workout is what you eat. So all those listeners out there, remember, your workout contributes in what you put in your stomach. I tell people all the time, a six-pack is not made in a gym. It's made in a kitchen. It's the seafood diet. If you seafood, yeah, don't eat it. All right, let me... Yeah. Take a, Gloria, good luck with everything. We need to take a short break. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. We're talking yeah. about fit versus fat. We've got a many, many, many phone calls. Rob and Beatrice... Um, Cinnamon, everybody else is on hold. We're going to get to your calls, hopefully, when we come back. But first, I want to let you know about Hot 97's Rick Ross in Concert Weekend. Your tickets to see Rick Ross perform an upscale set with his live band at the Beacon Theater on November 15th. Tickets on sale at LiveNation.com. I'm Lisa Evers, at Lisa Evers, at Street underscore Soldiers. We'll be back right after this. Every day this week at 7.30 on the Hot 97 Morning Show. We're hooking you up with tickets to see the Brooklyn Nets. You're sitting in Hot 97's private box. Free food. You got to buy your own drinks, though. Okay. One at wide open, throws it down, and a foul. Every day this week on the Hot 97 Morning Show. 7.30 a.m. Tickets to see the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn. Make some noise. The Brooklyn Nets. The Hot 97 Morning Show and you at the game. At Buffalo Wild Wings, we've got a game-winning plan for football season. First, you'll need a few solid starters, like our Hall of Famer, Golden Crisp Fried Pickles, or our Garden Crasher, a huge formation of fresh veggies, hummus, and cucumber sauce. Go deep with not your ordinary onion rings, loaded with mushrooms, prime rib, and cheddar cheese, or kick it all off with our cheese curds. Cheddar cheese fried to gooey perfection. And remember, heroes always share the glory. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Come to Jared the Galleria of Jewelry and get the Pandora Pick a Pave gift set. The Pave gift set includes a Pandora sterling silver bracelet or bangle, two You're a Star clips, plus a Pave charm of your choice valued up to $65. The Pandora Pave gift set is yours for only $200. Retail value $240. Available October 3rd through December 24th while supplies last. See store for details. It can only be Jared. Only a fool would try and put one over on New Yorkers, especially when it comes to food. But at some delis and sandwich shops in the New York area, they put Boar's Head brand products in the case, but when you ask for them, the deli guy puts a cheap imposter on the slicer. It's a classic bait and switch. The old swap meat. Sandwich fraud. We call it the scamwich. It's time to teach those double-dealing deli guys a lesson. Next time you ask for Boar's Head brand oven gold turkey or deluxe ham, demand that he show you the Boar's Head brand as he puts it on the slicer. No brand, no sale. Report that fraud on a roll. Call us toll-free at 1-855-SCAMWICH or go to scamwich.com for more information. Stay vigilant, New York. If you suspect sandwich fraud, report it. Demand Boar's Head and compromise elsewhere. I'm Jeff Craig. This weekend, Johnny Knoxville, well, he's back on the big screen to endanger and embarrass himself, but you might not know it because in the new movie, Bad Grandpa, Knoxville is unrecognizable under heavy makeup. Wearing a complete disguise in Bad Grandpa, well, the 42-year-old actor pretends to be an old-timer on a road trip with his grandson. Where are we going? Keep going straight. You're getting tired? 
Yeah. Are we gonna get in trouble for this? They won't notice a thing. I'm taking you to your dad so he can look after you. Don't hurt me. Hurt Don't you. hurt me. I'm 86 years old. Don't hurt me. Its outrageousness is the charm of the setup is well, Knoxville interacts with the unsuspecting public. Rated R, Bad Grandpa? Well, bad Grandpa is packed full of cheerfully tasteless humor. I'm Jeff Craig with 60 Second Preview. The first real car was introduced in the 1880s, which was about 20 years after Valvoline introduced motor oil. Now, what were we doing introducing motor oil before there was even a car? Well, we're the introducing type. Racing oil, synthetic blend, high mileage, even the first premium recycled oil. It's like we know how America wants to drive before America does. Hmm. We introduced motor oil back in 1866, and we've been reinventing it ever since. Valvoline, 140 years under the hood. Funk Flex here to tell you Samsung Auto Mall is slashing prices all month long. With the $2,500 bonus check and guaranteed financing. Hurry to Samsung Auto Mall Route 1 in Woodbridge or SamsungAuto.com. Yo, what up, people? This is Common, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 9-7. People, baby. That's right, the people, baby. Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, and the people are talking about getting healthy, staying healthy, and losing weight and living longer. But I want to give you a heads up on something we're looking into right now. It's called Shop and Frisk, Shopping While Black. Have you had an experience where you've gone into a store, the security follows you around, you probably have more money in your pocket, you're ready to buy something, you saved up to get something, you got that, you know income tax refund check and you really want to splurge only to feel like you're a criminal like you're being criminally profiled and you're like a college student or you're you know yeah. working yet you're not there to boost stuff and stuff it in a backpack <laughs> i want to hear from you lisa evers 97 at gmail.com shopping while black lisa evers 97 at gmail.com there have been some very high profile accusations against some major new york stores we're taking a look at that so if this has happened to you you know how we do i'm going to get into it and want to take a look at this lisa evers 97 at gmail.com and if anyone has cell phone video or audio on their phone of this happening you, you need to hit me up let's do something about this lisa evers 97 at gmail.com lisa evers 97 at gmail.com right now we're focusing on being fit versus being fat how you can improve your health overall we have um licensed therapist Heidi rodriguez with us in studio kareem uh, ramos <laughs> you can see him in gq magazine the november issue with his shirt off pretty awesome <laughs> thank you i appreciate it a lot of hard work <laughs> well i want to talk about that diet too like that's like that's like a model diet kevin reese a health practitioner his website is eat the eat the yeah. blaine fbf fitness and also uh we have michelle nishan on the phone with us and chastity saunders is going to be joining us in just a moment she's a model and michelle just quickly what what kinds of things can people be adding to their diets like today that are not costing them you know a lot of money well you know what one of the things that that people really don't pay enough attention to are cooked greens um you know there there's been a lot of attention on on raw food and raw foods and a lot of people when they when they try to get more fruits and vegetables, often they think that they should be eating a salad or they'll grab hand fruits like apples and peaches and stuff, which is great. But the, the thing about raw salads and raw greens is that they, they only take you so far. So when you look at things like kale and collards and Swiss chard 
and you cook those greens, they get very, very dense, and they're packed with fiber. So they, they actually help add bulk to your meal. So you can actually, that earlier caller who's eating all that pasta and that brown rice, can cut those carbohydrates probably by a third to a half and really start adding and cooking greens in with that. Another but, when you, but wait, but let me ask you this. When you cook, there's, a, there's that whole raw, mo- raw food movement that it's like if you, they say if you cook, cook the greens, you're there. taking out the vegetables and stuff like that. I mean, you're taking no. out the vitamins. So we're oh, saying no, grandma's taking out the vegetables. Are good for us? <laughs> yeah, Listen, yeah. I love vegetarian <laughs> collard greens. Well, it, it depends, you know. Without the, the, without the pork. can be very, very good for you if you don't have all that pork fat in there. Okay. You know? um, but no, it, you know, they're absolutely, you should be eating the salad. You should be doing stuff like that. But they're, they're, yep, there are some vitamins that are heat volatile. But when you look at other nutrients, the fiber never dies. It actually is more accessible to you often when it's cooked. And more importantly, certain things like, like, like calcium, greens are famous for having calcium. You're better off eating greens than drinking milk if you want calcium that's actually going to Absorbable. Help, help you with your, your bone density. Yeah. So, so there are certain nutrients that you, you can't have access to them unless you cook them. So, so just, just like everybody who's so brilliant on this show has been saying, it's about balance. You know, you, you want to get the right, right amount of raw and you want to get the right amount of cooked. And one other thing I wanted to mention, too. Real is quick, because we've got to keep moving. Okay. Yeah, so sweet potatoes, are they help regulate glucose and insulin production. Uh, a lot of people think that they're, it, it's not so because they're so sweet. I'm not saying eat a big old piece of sweet potato pie because that had sugar and, and, and the dough and everything like that. Mm. Roasted sweet potato is, is delicious and can really help you re- regulate your glucose and fill you up. So it's a, more fruits and vegetables, less, less uh, carbohydrates of any kind. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, and, Michelle, if people want more information about your program, Wholesome Wave, where can they find it? Yeah, wholesomewave.org is the website, and they can follow us uh, at Wholesome Wave. All right, great. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, let's see what's happening on Twitter. Our producer, Angelique Tyree, what's going on there? So we have one, tw- one tweet from at Rob Markman who says, Today's show is great. Health is wealth. Another tweet came from at Balbert3 who says, Do doctors really prescribe fruits and veggies like medication? Seems like doctors are at odds with professionals pushing a true healthy lifestyle. Tell me about it. Shout to Rob Markman. <laughs> Our hip hop and healthy. All right, let's bring in. Um, do we have chastity? Yeah. Where's Chastity? Chastity, yes. are you there? I'm here. All right. Now, you are a plus-size model. You're in Tina Knowles' Walmart line. We also see in the Ashley Stewart ads and commercials. Tell us, how. what is your whole take on this fitness thing? Do you feel there's too much pressure on people to be thin? Um, I absolutely do. First of all, thank you guys so much for having me this morning. Um, for me, I've always been a curvy girl. I'm originally from Virginia. And, you know, before I got into the modeling industry, it's something that I always wanted to do. But being from the South, you never know until you get into high fashion that the curvier girls aren't the most desirable because growing up, I was kind of sheltered in that way to think that we were. So until I got into the plus-size modeling world, until I got into high fashion, I didn't know, you know, that we needed to kind of focus so much on on weight. And then, of course, by getting into the industry and learning all about it, I, of course, had to find out more. And for me, I'm, I'm a very healthy 
healthy girl. I work out all the time, um, but I'm just not meant to be a size zero. And I think there's a lot of women out there that just aren't meant to be a size zero. So something that I've started is my Curvy Girl Boot Camp where I show that you can be healthy at every size. I work out, and a little uh, thing about plus-size models is people think, oh, you know, if you're heavier set and you're a beautiful girl, you can be a plus-size model, but that's not true. It really does depend on, you know, measurements, and we have to work just as hard as a straight-size model to make sure that we're fitting all of the right requirements and things of that nature. So um, something that happened to me this year is that I was featured in Essence Magazine July 2013, um, Love Your Body Issue, and I was very happy about that because I was the only plus-size woman who was featured in the spread, and it was a five-page spread, and I scored a 95. So, you know, Essence had us do all of these different tests, (laughs) And um, I came out to be just as healthy as those other women. So it doesn't really always depend on, you know, your size as far as how much you weigh and you being healthy. Because for me, I work out three or five times a week, and I scored a 95, and I thought that was so beautiful to show in a natural Cassie, that's great. Congratulations. Let me take take some calls because we're we're running out of time here, and we have a lot of people that have been waiting on hold a long time. Zion from Queens. Hi, you're on Hot 97. Hello, good morning. Good morning. I know you've been holding for a, a minute. Thank you for... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> What's your question or comment? Oh, my goodness. Did I chew my cereal? Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Zion. Okay. Good morning. <laughs> so, basically, I'll make it nice and quick. Um, I used to be a workout head, 24-7, hot Bikram yoga, you name it. I was in it. And um, due to a loss of my father in June, I totally have not gotten my momentum back. And I'm the type of person, if I buy a new pair of sneakers or if I buy a new, like, headband, I'm, like, on, you know. But recently, I just can't get back into the gym and find my regimen. I just wanted to know if there are, like, any advice or any push that I can get. Zakia, what about that? Because you you went through this. Yeah, I think that when you are on that weight loss journey, um, you go through periods of motivation. Sometimes your motivation might be high and then it might be really, really low where you don't even want to see a gym. And like you said, if you get a new pair of sneakers, you used to be like hype about it. Like I got some workout shoes. (laughs) So I just think that you have to put something... tangible to why you want to get back to the gym set like three goals for yourself and say you know what i'm gonna do this because i want that feeling when i can fit into these jeans again that i couldn't fit into or you know what i want to be able to actually go outside with my kids and run for a long time with them and play as opposed to being tired and sitting on the couch that's where you get your motivation from you have to put something tangible to your motivation to keep you going because again that motivation will go in spurts you'll be you know all about it one minute and then the next day you're like you know what i don't even feel like it exactly and and everybody goes through that so you're not alone that's the one thing know that you are not alone but just know what those triggers are and get you pumped up again like those triggers are but put something tangible write it on everywhere you go make it follow you like my screensaver on my phone is f being fat because mm-hmm. I don't want to ever be fat again. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's what I, t- like, for me, the that's motivation. my only option. Like, I never, ever want to be fat again. And so that's my motivation. That's what keeps, you, that's keeps, keeps that's you going. That's what keeps great. me going. Okay, good. Zion, good luck with that. Kevin, you want to say something? Yeah, yeah. One of the things I love about the program I created, the One Year Lifestyle Program, is it's done in a group. So people are held accountable 
by other group members and and that's one of the things that you know is a big benefit is having other people right there to share the pictures share the stories hey yes. i fell off yeah. the wagon today and four other women jump in and say you can do it you and know that's the goal. small victories lead to a championship for for zion um zion just understand one thing the only person in the way of you and your goals is, is you, you. <laughs> that's it so you have to understand that fitness is a journey it's not a destination so you have to ask yourself how bad do i want this how bad do I want to be better and how bad do I really want change only way you're going to see change is when you do the work sweetheart alright let's go to TNT DJ right. TNT what's up hey, hey my thing is my thing is everybody wants to turn up so everybody goes to the club and they drink a lot so <laughs> when you drink a lot it puts a lot on your sister. It does. Yes. <laughs> and then what do you and then what do you do when the club when you leave the club? Everybody <laughs> go to goes to eat. Everybody no, they go to eat first. Yeah. And go to sleep. You go to the diner. You eat everything. <laughs> you eat everything. And everything so, tastes better. Right, when you're drunk. Right. <laughs> Even so, though it stands on the corner. Burn up, I mean it, it comes up a lot. Yeah. All right, that's, that's a good. That's an excellent. I'm glad you're raising that point because that's a, that's a big thing. What about what about alcohol? Well, alcohol the in dark, terms of calories. Well, t- think about it like this: the darker the alcohol, the more calories it has. So if you're drinking something, oh really? Like, yeah, you want to stay closer to the lighter calories, which are lighter vodkas, um, you know, Ciroc, you know. Um, Freeze olives, those kinds of vodkas. I drink flavored vodka on the rocks with a splash of lime. I stay away from the sodas and I stay away from the mixes. The extra calories. Like the yeah. cranberry juices yeah, the and those things. Right. A lot they of calories. Exactly. It's just sugar, right? A lot of people say, oh, let me get, you know, vodka because it's only 100 calories per shot or, you know, 100 calories per drink. But then they say, mix it with, you know, soda or mix it with, you know, orange juice or, you know, something like that. And what happens is now you're drinking the juice and you're drinking the sugar from it. So if you're trying to watch what you're doing, you can still have a good time. I mean, I, I get tipsy off of two drinks. I'm good. I'm having a great time. That's all I need. I don't need to be hammered. But in a sense, you want to make sure that when you're done, um, you know, and you're going home and you're about to eat, just make sure that expect that whatever you put in your body, your, your metabolism is slowed down so much, not only from the alcohol, because alcohol slows everything down. And it's four o'clock in and, the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your body's on shutdown mode. So you have to, you know, if you're going to eat, just know that the next day you have to get up and do double time in that gym. <laughs> or just leave the liquor alone, period. Exactly. I, I, I'm yeah. a very, you know, I promote no liquor, especially like if you're starting a weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I say get rid of the liquor because a lot of people will drop 10, 15 pounds just by taking Stop and drinking. Yeah. Just by taking out alcohol out of their diet. Beer is horrible. Um, beer, yeah. alcohol. So I say if you can get rid of it completely, you know, drink water, mm-hmm. whatever. Because I don't drink anything besides water most of the time. And I um, think another tip, too, my, I learned this from my brother who's studying nutrition. He's looking like Kareem right now. <laughs> um, but he says if you can, when it comes to these sugary drinks, cranberry juices, you yeah. know, there's so much sugary drinks out right now. If you can just water down half of it and eventually you get used to that yeah. taste. And I tried it and it's not that bad. You save money on the beverages exactly. and you don't, <laughs> yeah. take in, you don't take in so much of that sugar. And, you know, being that we're a community that struggles so much with diabetes, yes. you know, I think that's a good way to go. I agree. So let, okay, let me uh, let's see. If we can take one more f- phone call here. Let's go uh, to is it is it uh, let's see. Mar- is it Marchi? Marchi? Yes. Yes. From yes. Brooklyn. What's going on? My name on? is Meech. My name is Meech. I'm Meech. I'm from oh, Africa. Meech. Okay. Just so I can go quickly. Only too much time. Listen, I have so many quick um, tidbits and pointers. Listen, everybody's different. Every person's different. You got to figure out things for yourself. Figure out things for yourself. Go do some research. Doctors and t- certain people are trying to make too much money off of this, this health thing. So yes. I work out every day. I attach it to my lunch break. 
I attach it to my lunch break, and I say every day, five days a week, six days a week, and any day I miss it doesn't matter because it's a daily routine. You change your lifestyle. There's no such thing as diet. You don't, you don't diet. You change your lifestyle. You don't keep checking your weight constantly. You change your diet. Everything will fall into place and focus on your core. Everything that requires health costs money. So being that these things cost money, you know there's money in everything. So be cognizant of that. And um, I'm Donna Space Elite Space Entertainment. Donna Elite ENT on Facebook. (laughs) Donna Space Elite ENT. Plug it in. Plug it in. I love hip hop needs. Go for it. All right, Brooklyn. That's Brooklyn. All right, Meech, that's hip hop. Thank you so, thank you so much, Favorite. Lifestyle is key. Appreciate it. Lifestyle is key. Yeah. Lifestyle is totally key. Chastity, yeah. real quick, final word. Yes, um, I definitely just want to say for all people out there, whether you're size 2 or size 12, you have to love yourself in your body, in your skin. There's a lot of people that are probably listening to the show right now, and they're hearing all of this, and we can all be encouraged, but you have to encourage yourself, exactly. and it's something that has to start at home. You know, for those women out there that are struggling with their weight, people just need to know that they're not the only ones out there. Start with yourself, do it a little bit at a time, and just learn to love the skin that you're in. Nobody's going to be perfect, and, and everybody can't be that smallest person. Everybody knows that fashion, and even in life, everything is aspirational. But just start where you are, do what you can, and, and le- love the skin that you're in. All right, Chastity Saunders, thank you so much uh, for being with us. Uh, Kaidi Rodriguez, final word real quick for our people? I think my final words would have to be, um, don't focus on the number, don't focus on I the agree. scale, don't yes. focus on the size. Um, but focus on how you feel mm-hmm. both mentally and physically and also realize that your value is not determined by what size you are. Determine your value by, you know, your achievements, your accomplishments, your character, your personality. We're talking about self-esteem here. And so a lot of times weight is connected to self-esteem and you eat emotionally like we already spoke about. So if you can begin to value other aspects of yourself besides the physical appearance, which is so more on the superficial side, um, you'll you'll notice that you'll start to feel better mentally, which will lead to physically better. Kevin Reese, final word for everybody? Yeah, if you, if, you, if you want to take it further and you want to deal with what I deal with, which is causality, and getting to the cause of whatever your problem is, then, um, uh, you know, I got a free class you can take right on the website. Eatthesunlight.com. 45 minutes. If you don't like it, all you got to do is press stop. Click off. All right. Thank you so, so right much there. for being with us. A lot of information mm-hmm. on that website. Mm-hmm. And Kareem Ramos, GQ Magazine, November, <laughs> ISO Pure Commercials. The book is there from Fat, far, fat Farm to Fat Farm. Yeah, endorsed by Mr. Simmons himself. <laughs> exactly. Final um, word for everybody. Yes, you know what? I just want all the listeners to just understand one thing. It's a journey, and you have to be prepared for a long journey. I've been at this for almost 15 years now. Over 15 years, I've been waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go do my cardio. 4 in the morning, it's a lifestyle. You have to be committed. Don't look at the scale. Go by pictures. Look how you look in pictures. Take before pictures. How you look. Get down to the nitty-gritty of it. The mirror, the pictures, they don't lie. Take that. Look at it. Reference to it. In a month, two months later, if you don't see change, then you go back. You go back. You you work harder. You look and you examine what it is where you're going wrong. And you know what? I'm so motivated right now by all these calls and everybody in this room and all this energy. Whoever hits me up on Facebook right now, the first five people, if you're having a problem with meals, you need motivation, please hit me up. Kareem Ramos, I'm going to put together a meal plan to help you out because you know what? It's not about diet. It's about cleaning up your meals and becoming a better person. And I'm just, you know what? Hit me up, Kareem Ramos. Let's get this going. All right. Thank you so much. Zakia Lane. what about the final word for everybody? Just for everybody out there, my biggest thing is with weight loss, you have to be ready for it. And 
you know, to pursue the healthiest person that you can be, your mind has to be ready. And one of my models is always change your mind, change your body, change your mind, change your life. When you are ready, you have to be completely ready for this. Because like Kareem said, this is a journey. It's not easy. Yes. You will cry. You will want to quit. You will, you will just be so frustrated. But it's all worth it in the end. And, you know, I oh. help women and men all over the country lose weight so if you don't know where to start like Kareem said you know you can hit him up for meal plans I also have a weight loss program that is you know again we have astronomical results with men women all over the world if people want to find out more you about can you get information at fbffitness.com um, follow me on Facebook Twitter Instagram at fitness. And you get all the information that you need. And you can find out more about it right there. Get, yeah, I want to thank you. For, thank you very much for being with us. And uh, bef before we sign off this morning, I want to check in with Hakeem Green in Newark. A lot has been going on in Newark. A very violent week at Newark. And uh, Hakeem, tell us what's going on there. Um, yeah, I got actually do, do it all from Lords of the Underground Online as well. Do it all had this grand idea about putting violence to rest, burying violence. So today at eleven o'clock, we have five separate funeral processions, one in each ward of Newark, and we'll, uh, the, the five funeral processions are ending at one central location, which is Lincoln Park, and at 1 o'clock we're doing a funeral to bury violence. And uh, do, uh, you might want to hop in and just say something else. Hey, good day, Lisa. How you doing? All right, how are you doing, baby? I'm doing very well. Um, yeah, just to reiterate what, what Hawk said, today is we plan this to be the biggest funeral that Newark in the surrounding areas. So, you know, it's a lot of violence that's been going on in Newark, and, it, and it's been well documented, news and all of that. But today is, you know, we don't expect to just stop violence with this day. Or, you know, there's been many riots and rallies, which is on City Hall. We just, we want to continue hope. We want to change the mindset of the residents of our community, just showing that we can unify. And when we unify change the mindset then we then, then you change the actions and everything like that listen you guys I want to congratulate you on that and let everybody know one o'clock they're going to be uh, they're starting at 11 in all the different wards and Hakeem Green you know him as activist educator hip-hop artist from Channel Live Hakeem if, if people want more information is there anywhere they can go to find out about that Hi, hi, Lisa. Uh, uh, this is Hakeem right now. This is Red Man. How you doing? I'm a fan. Red Man, Red Man listen. Uh, <laughs> Red Man in the building. Red Man, yeah. what's going on? And, uh, and, uh, I was just helping out with the chairs out here, but I appreciate you, uh, you know, passing the word on what we're doing out here. And we fought this movement, and I appreciate everything that you're doing for us right now. Well, thank you so much. Now, people want to meet up with you guys at 11. Where should they go? They should go to, uh, they do it all. Um, this is do it all. Um, we have five processions leaving from the different five wards in our community. So the um, West Ward will meet at Soundford Ave and South Point Avenue at 10 o'clock. The North Ward will meet at 39 Broad Broadway. Um, the East Ward will meet at Riverview Terrace Housing. Um, the South Ward will meet at Chancellor Avenue, Valley Fair, Old Valley Fair. Um, all right, do it all and everybody. I, got, I hate to cut you guys off, but we're just about out of time. But I, and then one o'clock, all the different processions are going to converge Lincoln at Lincoln Park at one o'clock. Right. You guys, I want to yes. do it all, Red Man Hakeem. You guys, thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate it. Good luck today with that march because you know we have love for Newark going back a long, long time. We've been out there many times, and I want to shout out all our friends in Newark too. Al Tariq Anquay, stop shooting music, um, live in peace, and so, the community activist Donna Jackson, the street doctor. 
everybody else there on, on Newark. Yo, everyone shout else. out P.O. Big shout out to P.O. Rest in peace. We love you, P.O. All right, so thank you guys very much. We, re- we really appreciate it. And uh, shout out to all the people in Newark that always have my back out there whose names uh, I can't oh, say on Lisa, the radio. I'm actually having a boot camp at 1030 right across the street in the park. So if anybody wants to come work out. In go. Newark? Uh, no, today, right across the street. In right Newark. Across, no, no New York. Right okay, here. we can't right do Okay, All right, in New York. All right, thank you very much. All right, I want to thank my whole team here at Hot 97, executive yeah. producer Tone Capone, associate producer Anjali Tyree, our production supervisor Anjali. Andrew Veras, our board op <laughs> tech support. The show. You guys, we got other shows coming. <laughs> on here I got, I got i'm up against the clock you're killing me our intern kirsty placencia check me out on lisaevers.com follow me on twitter at lisa evers watch me on the fox 5 news at 5 6 and 10 shopping while black hit me up lisa evers 97 at gmail.com you know how we do this episode of street soldiers was brought to you by lincoln tech careers that build america have a great week everybody remember use your mind it's your best weapon i hope it's your only weapon i'm lisa evers push for peace Hot 97's Rick Ross in Concert Weekend. Biggest boss, Ricky Roseanne, it's official. I'm gonna be doing some OG boss fly, mature hip-hop sh**. That thing keep calling. Maintain, boy, I gotta keep balling. Tuxedo, hard bottle, bottles of Bel Air. That's how we doing it. Yours truly, Ricky Rose in the 1500 band. Live at the Beacon Theater, November 15th. Win your passes this weekend on Hot 97. Or buy them now at Live Nation. Hot 97 and Rose, your pass is on the way. The first real car was introduced in the...